The Biden administration is seeking a higher level of customer experience delivered by federal agencies. That's what that recent executive order was all about. Yet recent data shows most agencies are getting decent marks from the public on their level of customer service. People who follow these things urge the administration and Congress to put money behind this work to make sure good scores stick. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. President Joe Biden set a clear goal earlier this month about what he wants to see happen under his executive order to improve customer experience from federal agencies. The bottom line is we're going to make the government work more effectively for the American citizens so it's not as confusing and as straightforward. Aside from the public having an easier time getting the benefits and services they need, Biden says the executive order will go a long way toward restoring trust in government. I know it sounds like a simple thing, but I think it's pretty consequential. As it turns out, several presidents have found this issue to be consequential, but far from simple. The Biden executive order references a 1993 executive order from the Clinton administration that directed agencies to gather public feedback on how well agencies deliver services. It also highlights two EOs under the Obama administration, one directing agencies to draft customer experience plans, the other calling on agencies to use behavioral science to help identify opportunities to help individuals access public programs and benefits. The latest executive order doesn't set radically different goals from what other administrations have proposed. So what can the White House expect to accomplish this time around that didn't happen under previous policies? Ross Noderft is the former head of the Office of Management and Budget's cyber team, now the executive director of the Alliance for Digital Innovation. He says the executive order sets realistic goals for customer experience across government, as well as clear expectations from the White House. We are looking at different things that have been discussed for several years in in a lot of circumstances. That said, this is a level of energy, a level of focus, a level of hopefully of resourcing that I have not seen before in my time in government. And I think that that's what excites me about this the most is that we've got buy-in all the way from the top part of the White House all the way down. Lee Becker is a former chief of staff for the Department of Veterans Affairs Veterans Experience Office, now a vice president and solutions principal for Medallia's global public sector and regulated industries. Becker says the Biden administration had made its priorities known before the executive order when it elevated the status of customer experience and its vision for the president's management agenda. This is the moonshot of our generation. It's like, how can we have our government how we imagine the way our government works and really be oriented around the needs of the people they serve? Most agencies, meanwhile, are trending in the right direction. This year's federal customer experience metrics from Forrester show the highest overall scores since the company started tracking these metrics in 2015. Customer experience across the federal government improved by 1.5%, bringing the overall interagency customer satisfaction score to more than 62%. Forrester Vice President Rick Parrish said high-impact service providers, or HISPs, like VA, TSA, and healthcare.gov have shown consistent improvement year after year. Parrish says it's generally harder for those HISPs to improve customer experience compared to other agencies. Uh, Despite the good, hard work of the customer experience professionals there, these are very complex organizations. That's one of the reasons why they're HISPs to begin with because they're big and complex and they do a lot of stuff. And so, of course, those are the most difficult ones to improve. So anytime we see an improvement from a HISP, that's especially good news, not just because it is a high-impact organization, but also because it's evidence that the most complex and, frankly, in some cases, most dysfunctional organizations in the world can improve. 
The Biden administration, meanwhile, has tied improvements in customer experience to its ongoing priority to make diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility a central part of government services. To address that administration priority, Forrester, for the first time, broke down federal customer experience along five demographic categories in this year's index. That demonstrated major disparities at both the government-wide and agency level across all categories. The index, for example, found that 62% of people who identify as white said they feel like federal agencies answer all of their questions when seeking assistance, while only 31% of Native Hawaiian or Pacific Islander respondents said that they felt agencies answered all their questions. Here, Parrish breaks down the significance of those findings. Different sorts of people have different needs when it comes to customer experiences. And if you design for the average, you end up designing essentially for nobody, but absolutely coming up with things that work better for certain groups of people than others. Parrish says one of the biggest hurdles to improving the equity of federal customer experience has been getting the right data. To address that challenge, OMB issued guidance to HISPs directing them to gather data around the equity of the services they provide. While agencies have taken steps to gather this data in the past, Parrish says there have been wide differences in the quality of these data-gathering efforts. Average performance is useful to know, but averages can hide an awful lot. To ensure agencies continue to improve their public-facing services, Nodurft says the administration needs to work with Congress to ensure consistent levels of funding for the Federal Citizen Services Fund and the Technology Modernization Fund. We have to have a system funding model, more robust in the TMF, more robust funding in the FCFS, and then figuring out how to get commitment from Congress over the course of several years so that we can run the entirety of this race without worrying about lack of resources to, again, invest over the long term. The Build Back Better Act would have given $250 million to each fund, but the future of that spending package remains uncertain after Senator Joe Manchin said he couldn't support the bill in its current form. The bill would need every Democratic vote in the Senate to pass. Becker says agencies have generally cited a lack of funding as one of the biggest barriers to improving customer experience. He says that's out of step with what's happening at some of the biggest private sector companies. If you look at industry, they're investing in customer experience. They're investing in this. You think about Apple, you think about Marriott, you know, Bank of America. It brings more value when it brings more business for them. Becker says agencies investing in customer experience wouldn't benefit from increased business the way that industry would, but it would improve the efficiency of its programs and better serve the public. If we do it right the first time, the customer won't then recall the call center five times. He says the lack of funding behind recent customer experience legislation, the 21st Century Integrated Digital Experience Act, or IDEA, led to few agencies actually making these goals a priority. There's agencies that want to, they want to go down this path. And typically what happens is, what we've seen is typically CX has been an unfunded mandate. While Becker called 21st Century IDEA a step in the right direction, he says the legislation largely put agency chief information officers in charge of improving customer experience. While CIOs have a role in improving what agencies have to offer to the public online, Becker says that focus leaves out other perspectives in the broader design and implementation of government services. Experience cannot be led from a technology perspective. CIOs, yes, they may want to improve the experience and and all this, but you need to have the business lines own the experience. 
But if you look at the IDEA Act, IDEA Act puts it in the court of the CIO. And so we cannot just look at it from a standpoint of feature function. We have to look at it from a standpoint of the overall process, the overall service that's being provided. In terms of who could oversee this work in its totality, Parrish last year recommended OMB name a chief customer experience officer. He says such an official would be especially useful as the EO looks at improving customer experience through the perspective of customer life experiences that cut across programs from multiple agencies. If you're going to focus on essentially customer journeys that cross agency lines, you need to have stronger central governance around your CX efforts. Otherwise, what happens is individual federal organizations improve the quality of their own piece of that life experience, but in ways that don't necessarily improve the entire experience from the customer's perspective as it crosses agency boundaries. The administration lacks such a customer experience czar, but several agencies have filled that void within their own bureaucracies. The General Services Administration, USDA, and the Census Bureau are just some of the agencies that have chief customer experience officers. Others, like VA, have stood up CX-specific program offices. Biden's executive order directs 17 agencies to make progress on more than 30 specific actions, but it doesn't specify who or what office should lead these agency efforts. Noderft said agencies should continue to have the discretion to deliver their customer experience improvements on their own terms without any particular office holder leading the charge. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you call the person. What matters is that you have people who have the ability to reach across budget lines, people who have the ability to reach across mission ownership lines, and people who have the ability to reach across technology lines and tie all those threads together. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffles Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.